0: Hi, this is John Anderson. You're listening to Pantheon Podcasts. Yo!
1: History in five songs. With host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin.
0: Hello, once again, Martin Popoff here for History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We're part of a vast and always expanding Pantheon Podcast network. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right, this is episode 114. Uh, we're just calling this Anthem. Uh, not anthems, but Anthem, because Rush has a song called Anthem, which isn't an anthem, uh, which uh, was pointed out uh by the, uh, suggester of this episode, Gino Sigismunday, uh, suggested this episode. He said, anthems, exclamation mark, watching the Kiss doc on A&E. Paul talks about how Neil Bogart, uh, told them they needed an anthem that told the world what they stood for. Ergo, rock and roll all night. What other bands have written an anthem like that? And no, anthem by Rush doesn't count. Um. So yeah, um, I've actually talked about this a little bit as well um for uh some of these documentaries I've been getting interviewed for uh that are coming out in the u k and uh and thank you for people who've been pointing them out that they've been seeing them I think the white snake the pink floyd uh what was the other one? some other one uh happened as well um and yeah, so these things are starting to air, which is kind of cool, but I've talked about this idea of anthems uh, on these shows a few times um so I thought, first of all, when I saw uh, Gino's idea, I thought, well, okay, so what does anthem mean? What is a definition of anthem? And, you know, I, I saw one definition on the net that said, a powerful celebratory rock song with arena rock sound and often with lyrics celebrating rock music itself and simple sing-along choruses, chants, or hooks. I don't know about that, that simple part, Um Well, yeah, possibly, um, and, uh, celebrating rock music. So, so, you know, obviously on this, uh, podcast, we deal, uh, more with the hard rock end of things. So I wanted to theme these all, uh, within our wheelhouse of hard rock, heavy metal, but I do have, uh, at the end, uh, some honorable mentions that, that go to other places that we can talk about a little bit. Um, but I also thought, you know, always when you think of anthems, you think of the idea of the fist in the air and uh, and celebrating metal is what a lot of these are going to be about. Um, and then also, you know, that big gang vocal. And then I thought a little more subtle, subtly. Okay, there's there's a lot of things it, it can't be about. It's not it's not about uh, women and sex or themed things like storylines. Um, you know that that so many of our bands like to talk about. You think of Iron Maiden with all their their you know little little stories that they do. They aren't particularly anthems for that reason, but also it's about rocking out or maybe the celebration of hard rock or heavy metal, but it's also, um, you know, the, the singer of the song saying I'm part of an army with you, the fans, uh, that seems to be a big, big part of it as well. Um, you know, you, you think of, uh, you know, uh, Twisted Sister with we're not going to take it and, uh, I want to rock and those kinds of songs, right? Um, but anyways, um, yeah, that wasn't going to be one of my examples, but yeah. And then, and then this idea of, uh, of defiance, like this army is it's us against society. Um, so there's other, other little things that'll come up as we, as we move along in this, but, um. But yeah, let's, uh, let's take a listen to our first one and, and some of these things will, uh, will come to light as, as we go through them. So here's our first uh, first example here on History and Five Songs uh, with Martin Popoff, episode 114, Anthem. This is Kiss with All Hells Breaking Loose.
1: Street hustler comes up to me one day and I'm walking down the street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, hey man, what be this? be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked at him. I kind of laughed. I said, hey, man, I am cool. I am the breed.
0: All right. I wanted to pick this one because um, you know there is a little bit of kiss I wanted to talk about. Rock and roll all night, as Gino points out, is an early anthem. And why is it an anthem? It's got um, it's got the big gang vocal of, of about rock and rolling all night. It's got. Uh, it's got the, got the stop, you know, the stop in the drumming section before things kick off. So sometimes anthems have, uh, even a rhythmic hook, uh, that you might like about them. What I like about this one is I've always loved that, that opening lyric and well, even the way the music goes into that. And then, and then, you know, the way there's this, this open spot for Paul to sing and that's, you know, street corner walks up to me one day, I'm minding my own business and he looks me up and he looks me down and what be this and what be that? Why you got to look like that? That's, that's the best part, right? Um, And then he says, I'm cool. I am the breeze, I think he says. Um, But after that, it goes into the whole gang vocal thing again with the have you heard there's a new revolution, right? And so I like the idea that this is Kiss doing an anthem. Now we're up into the 80s. Um, But before that, you had things like Flaming Youth, which which has a little bit of that uh, Alice Cooper uh, anthemic vibe. Okay, Bob Ezrin's involved with both of them, right? But the other big one was... Um, even, shouted out loud on that album on destroyer was, was really designed to be, uh, the next Anthem. They, they figured they needed an Anthem there. There wasn't much else that was feeling that way. Um, you know, Detroit rock city is kind of a funny one. Um, you know, you gotta lose your mind in Detroit rock city. So, so again, this is the band, uh, you know, um, identifying with the fans and here regionally to detroit but really the whole rest of it doesn't seem like an anthem so much shout it out loud was not one of the super successful versions of an anthem um but it definitely qualifies in that way and then even even something like lick it up where you know when kiss goes into that defining that light life philosophy of grabbing that brass ring and running with it or whatever the the metaphor is right um so when they get into their philosophy of life thing, uh it usually comes out like an anthem. And then of course there's more even straightforward things like I love it loud or whatever. I I pulled out a couple of my kiss things that had hits on them. Um what else here? I, I think I think most you know, that's the neat thing about this concept as well, because you go through I'm I'm just looking at the back of say Alive 3. You've got Creatures of the Night, ah, eh, somewhat an anthem. Deuce, not really. I just wanna Unholy, no, heaven's on fire, not not particularly, a little bit. Um in more of the musical structure of it. Watching you no, domino certainly not. I was made for loving you, certainly not. Um uh what else? Uh p- yeah so so the rest of that one is pretty straightforward. Some that we've talked about. What else do we got here? strutter no, no let me go rock and roll is is almost like the precursor to rock and roll all night it's it's the uh the demo version so so to speak, it's a little boogie woogie b t o ish I suppose um Psycho Circus uh feels a little bit like an anthem, right? Of the of from the reunion album there. But you know, it's it was interesting coming up with this episode because I, I went through a lot of bands and a lot of um a lot of albums and, and found you know this idea of writing anthems is not sort of a particularly regular thing and and you think of what Gino mentioned here with uh with Rush Rush doesn't particularly write anthems uh spirit the spirit of radio somewhat feels anthemic but it's it's a little bit about because of uh talking about radio but also just the 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 chords and the melodies and the energy of it um but you know it's not particularly um uh you know it, You know, Rush isn't a big gang vocal or anthemic, or or it's us in the crowd sort of thing. I mean, that that kind of never happens. So really, nothing. You know, not a lot from Rush feels particularly anthemic, which is which is perfectly fine. Um, All right, let's move on to our second selection here. Uh, Take a listen to this. This is Judas Priest with "Take on the World." All right, so here's an interesting case. Uh, I wanted to say most of these bands I've picked because they also have um they they they've done this a lot of times and they've done it some different ways. But Priest is a funny one because Take on the World is a little bit of that Queen We Will Rock You feel, right? Um this idea of let's put something together where it's It's essentially atmospheric and made out of big drums more than anything, even though technically We Will Rock You isn't exactly drums. Um, Another thing I wanted to mention, though, as a little side trip here, uh, We Will Rock You, when they stuck it on the Live Killers Live album, they turned it into kind of like a straightforward heavy metal rocker. Now, when they do that, it's the same thing that Cheap Trick does with Hello There, which was heavy to begin with, but um, when they do that live, uh, it's also the big introduction to the crowd, to the live show. And there's something anthemic about, uh, hello there. Um, we will rock you on, on live killers. And are you ready on, uh, on thin Lizzy live and dangerous? It's like, are you ready to rock? You know, it's just the straightforward two minute song. Um, so I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but take on the world. Yeah. It, it, it has that feel of the original news of the world version of, uh, of, um, of we will rock you. Um, And then the other interesting thing about this is, you know, it is 1978 into 79 kind of thing. And it's the idea of, um, you know, they don't know this yet, but they're kind of setting up the new wave of British heavy metal. This is one of the first songs that is really talking about this new growing army, which wasn't even there yet. So they're almost like prescient about it, I suppose. Uh, But... By the time they get to United, um, you know, this army is is now actually starting to to come into focus more. And United is the same sort of thing, just this big, slow, uh, slow anthem. And then they actually do this again, and, uh, and it falls flat on its face when they do the song Heavy Metal, which nobody likes later on. I think it's, uh, it's, ram it down, right? It's way up there. Um, so they so they did this uh at least these three times right um and uh, probably the middle one is is the favorite united because it's got a little more music to it right um but other anthems from these guys are things like I think living after midnight is an is an anthem, and that's more into that whole um you know this life philosophy that the band and the fans share together we're all living after midnight together sort of thing, or we're all breaking the law together right breaking the law feels like a little bit of an anthem too actually I had some. Had some priest albums out here, just you know, some live stuff to, to show some of the hits. And I'm thinking Electric Eye, not particularly an anthem. It's just too topical in other ways. Metal Gods, Metal Gods is a funny one because lyrically it feels like an anthem. But then when you get to the chorus, it's such a sort of a down note on the chorus that it doesn't, it kind of loses its anthemic uh, quality. You know, the Sentinel, Touch of Evil, Not Anthem's, grinder i don't think is particularly an anthem the ripper isn't an anthem um you know of course not beyond the realms of death and uh metal meltdown maybe a little bit because it is about metal but you know you think of most of sad wings no green man alishi no painkiller not even particularly um you've got another thing coming was pointed out by uh by a listener here i, I think i've got some uh some names i'm going to mention at the end here um but that feels like a little bit of an anthem only because it's so kind of simply structured and it does have a a strong hit-you-between-the-eyes sort of chorus. Um, but yeah, Hellbent for Leather, not particularly an anthem, I don't think, either. So I think we picked the right ones here, certainly, and take on the World United and uh, and Heavy Metal. Anyways, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. All right, back again here, History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff, uh, episode 114 Anthem. Um, let's take a listen to our third selection right now, and we shall discuss. This is Saxon with Play It Loud. All right, so this is from denim and leather, and this is that classic, uh, that classic Biff lyric about uh, being at the beach, listening to his Deep Purple. The lifeguard tells him to turn it down. He kicks him to the ground. Right? It's it's just like that old little little comic of the uh, of the of the weakling going in to get the uh, the Charles Atlas or whatever it is, uh, you know, weightlifting uh, program. Right? Um, but it's uh, you know. It, it, certainly, immediately it feels anthemic when he actually names a band, right? I was listening to Deep Purple, which is which was all great. We all cheered when we heard that, right? Oh, this is cool, right? Um, but of course on Denim and Leather, the title track itself, Denim and Leather is an even bigger anthem. That is so put together as an anthem, even more than Play It Loud, but I just wanted to play something a little more obscure. But you think of Denim and Leather uh, brought us all together. It was you that set the spirit free and all that, right? And oh, the big Gang vocal and it's slow, you know. Something about an anthem, you know, you could say it has to have a little bit of a militaristic feel uh, as well, right? Um, anyways, th- this one certainly does. Uh, but you've also got, and the band's played on, you know, about uh, what is it playing in the rain in Donnington, I guess. Um, But that feels like an anthem as well, because it's just all of us heroically together being metal. You know, Saxon is really uh, the first band that comes to mind, maybe second after Priest, but they were the big band. In the new wave of British heavy metal, that was the championing heavy metal all the time, right? And even Wheels of Steel feels uh, a fair bit like an anthem uh, because, again, of just the structure of it and the straightforwardness of the uh, of the lyric. But uh, but yeah, Saxon were always uh, good for an anthem. You know, I think of um, you know I'm looking at a copy of Power and the Glory here. Power and the Glory itself, I would say, is an anthem. Not Redline, not Warrior, not Nightmare. This Town Rocks definitely an anthem. Um, Obviously, it's doing that regional Detroit rock city thing again with that, but it's just got you know this is a very fast Saxon song, and it's it's got the the true big anthemic simple chorus on it. Of course, not really Midas Touch, and not Eagle has landed either. Um, you know that get, Eagle has landed gets into this idea of epics versus anthems, right? Um, but definitely not an anthem. So so yeah, off of this, my favorite Saxon album, Power and the Glory, in this town rocks got another saxon live album here or two what else we got here uh crusader ah uh, you could maybe call that an anthem uh it's certainly an epic um yeah not not really much else princess of the night definitely not so anytime biff's on his uh trains planes and automobiles usually it's not uh, it's not really going to be an anthem um motorcycle man not really that brings up kind of a good point because sometimes you have anthems for a certain segment of society. So sometimes these biker songs sound a little bit like anthems and that might, you know, take you all the way back even to something like Born to be Wild, right? Um so that's kind of interesting. Um, heavy metal thunder, somewhat of an anthem, I suppose. Um, you know, it's it's just not a very catchy song, but but everything about it is seems to be designed uh, to serve as an anthem, right? Which brings up another point. I you know a lot of times when I've interviewed bands and they've talked about anthems. Uh, anthems are usually songs where they're thinking in the back of their mind uh, something for the live set list which always struck me as kind of weird like you're making a record and you're thinking of your show but then you know you stand back and think about it um, you know objectively and you think they only make the record once they they go out and play the shows hundreds of times so their lives these guys their their lives are are essentially that live thing the record is just something that goes by very quickly so, so they do have this idea that, that that, um i've i've heard you know bands say quite often the theme of the album was we wanted an album we could play live and love it and the crowd will love it live so so sometimes they're thinking even of the whole album that way but anthems are certainly um that they've got that in mind they're thinking this could be our encore track this could be our opening track you know as we talked about earlier the theming with the uh, with the idea of the lyrics being about hey aren't we you know we're all here at a concert let's rock kind of thing right um Anyways, let's move on to our fourth selection here. Take a listen to this. This is Sammy Hager with There's Only One Way to Rock. Yeah, Sammy's a funny one. I wanted to put Sammy in here because this song uh, is so anthemic. It's just so catchy. It was from a platinum album. It's simple. It's not. It's not the greatest song. It's just. It's just sort of a catchy and every man's meat and potatoes sort of song, right? From Standing Hampton. But also, Standing Hampton had another anthem in heavy metal. So Sammy did. You know, even though he's not that heavy metal a guy, he he made a pretty you know sincere and uh and uh convincing anthem in the song heavy metal which was one of the key tracks On the heavy metal soundtrack album even right um but then i started thinking well does sammy have a lot of anthems and i kind of looked around and he doesn't have a lot of them you know you might argue that i can't drive 55 is a little bit of an anthem it's an anthem for fast drivers i suppose uh back in the montrose days the first album not a lot of anthems but certainly rock the nation is is an anthem um for obvious reasons uh and the other reason i wanted to pick this is i i kind of went through van halen and took a look for anthems and i couldn't find a single song that i really thought was an anthem in the in the sammy hager years and even going back to the david lee roth years i'm um, you know i think the the clearest anthem is maybe everybody wants some and uh, for some reason panama comes off like an anthem uh you know with that big simple chorus panama right um so you know that that has, a, I guess, an effect, but but it's it's funny to think David Lee Roth fronting Van Halen, not a lot of anthems. I really don't think there are. and And again, with Sammy fronting them, also not a lot of anthems. Um, the other thing I found funny about this one is that you know, it definitely reminds me of you can still rock in America by Night Ranger huge anthem, and Bob Seger, old-time rock and roll, kind of the original version of this. Uh, but that's more of like being a reactionary conservative, oh, you know, I love my vinyl and not my CDs thing. Obviously, it was written before CDs, but um, but it's that kind of idea. Give me old-time rock and roll, right? But even, even you can still rock in America, and there's only one way to rock, are actually putting forth the same message as Bob Seger, which is, which is, you know, forget all this new wave and punk and synthesizer crap. It's all about guitars, bass, and drums. They're, all three of them are kind of saying that, right? Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, but uh, but yeah, interesting. Sammy's uh, kind of relationship with anthems. Not a lot of anthems. Um, all right, let's move on to our fifth selection here. Take a listen to this. This is Scorpions with Don't Stop at the Top. <laughs> All right, any excuse to play "Don't Stop at the Top" is a good one, I think, because that's uh, that's that's one of the last great Scorpion songs, I think, of of that uh, of that interesting guitar alchemy between Matthias and and uh, Rudolf. There, um, I just think everything about this the uh, I love the rhythm of it. It's just a real huge steamroller of a song, first track on "Savage Amusement," this album that was took a long time to birth for them, but. Um, it's definitely an anthem it's put it's put track one as an anthem of this you know this is supposed to be our our next big break album you know past our last one which was big and and this one kind of you know the sales weren't as big as uh as uh whatchamacallit whatever it's called uh, but uh but no i thought this was um this was uh the type of song that uh that certainly feels that way with the big sort of uh you know uh Hallmark card, fortune cookie, don't stop at the top, uh, kind of semi English as a second language thing to say. But all the lyrics to it are very kind of like uh, inspirational. But even on the last album, love it for Sting. I mean, uh, Anthem is definitely rock you like a hurricane. Uh, that's that's a whole uh my what fine rockers we are and let's all rock together sort of thing and i even had picked now um off of uh off of black yeah blackout right uh now uh exclamation mark i was going to pick that but then i kind of looked at the lyrics and it didn't have that strong identifying chorus so i thought maybe not but even something like we let it rock you let it roll bad boys running wild on love at first sting as well um you know just feels like we're look look you know we we're, we're all living after midnight here in the scorpions we're breaking the law we're bad boys running wild right uh and then going back to the early years I mean th- not a lot of anthems they're not really that kind of band but I always thought steam rock fever felt like an anthem. Uh, it's about, uh, again, my, what, what, uh, what fine, uh, heavy rockers we are and, uh, the implication being that we're all in this together and we're probably all at a gig together while we're doing this. Um, so there you go. Um, those are our five examples of anthems. I just wanted to mention a few other things here. So, uh. Uh, let's see. Dan, Dan Buckspan. Uh, you know, when we were talking about this, uh, concept, Dan's got that fine, uh, the, the fine, um, rush podcast, two guys talking rush that I've been on a couple times, I think. Right, Dan? Um, but he had mentioned, we will rock you. Jerry Fielding mentioned shout at the devil. Yeah. Kind of a uh, Motley Crue. He mentioned heaven can wait by Iron Maiden. I totally disagree. I don't really think that's an anthem. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking I was going to include possibly things from Alice Cooper, like Department of Youth or Schools Out. Um, I'm 18 is somewhat of an anthem, right, for for a teenager becoming a man, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um uh Augustin Garcia de Paredes mentioned uh, Overkill in You and know We Stand. Josh Wood, um, you know, we were talking about uh, the definition of anthem. Definition is key. Just because a song is popular does not mean it's an anthem. That's totally true. And I, I actually went through a lot of big hits by bands, as you see when I looked at these CDs and realized, you know what? Just because something's a big hit doesn't make it an anthem. Um, you know, I was thinking of Maiden as well, and I thought, Trooper's an anthem. Where Eagles Dare is an anthem. Hallow Bean by name is not an anthem. Um, Number of the Beast kind of feels a bit like an anthem Um, because, again, with the, uh, you know, you think of the fist pumping in the air at a live show, right? 666, fist pump, fist pump, fist pump, right? Let's see. Paul Paul Houghton said Anthem as in uh, like a mission statement from that band. A bit of boasting about their rocking abilities perhaps. How about Whiplash by Metallica? We're an American band by Grand Funk, Funk Railroad. Totally agree with that. That's an Anthem. Um, Search and Destroy by Iggy and the Stooges. I would say no. I, I don't even really agree with Whiplash by Metallica. Uh, countless examples from Manowar and Kiss. Definitely Manowar has a lot of Anthems. Uh, I, I could have picked Manowar. Yeah, it would have been a good one to pick uh, because we we could have talked about four or five different songs all men play on 10 stuff like that right kings of metal um rich fitter mentioned helix rock you total anthem if you go play that helix song it's hilarious with the give me an see R, R, okay o, what do you got rock what are we gonna do rock you <laughs> so you know talk talk about putting together an anthem it literally has the crowd pers- participation right in the chorus right um so that was funny um Davey James Dio said, um, start me up by the stones is their big anthem. And I thought, Hmm, really? I'm not sure. It's a little bit about starting up the concert, you know, grind, you know, get that crank in the back of Mick Jagger and crank it and, and, and watch Mick go kind of thing. Um, but is it really an anthem? I don't know. I, I think of, uh, you know, you make a grown man cry. You can't say that in an anthem, right? Um, so I don't know if that's an anthem. Um, but, it, but it it does have a little bit of that hello there, are you ready, we will rock you um, theme to it, I suppose. Um but uh, yeah, some other honorable mentions. Eye of the Tiger feels like an anthem. Won't get fooled again. The Who has a few of these big anthems, my generation. Uh, let's see. Freebird, Sweet Home, Alabama. What do you think? Are they anthems? Um, somewhat in certain ways. Born to Run, uh, Sticks, Come Sail Away. Um, you know, are some of these anthems or are they just occasionally anthemic? hmm uh acdc definitely has a few uh it's a long way to top is a is a great anthem of bands on their tour buses uh back in black is an anthem of you know defying death and coming back and celebrating despite a death i suppose for those about to rock is 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 like literally the title is anthemic and it is a very anthemic song you know highway to hell is that an anthem Um, I suppose it is, um, lyrically, not particularly, um, but structurally and the way the chorus works, I I would, I would say so. Don't Stop, believing, Journey, definitely an anthem of sorts, um, again, along the, the, the inspirational lyric line, um, because I suppose that's another definition of anthem, right? I love rock and roll, Joan Jett, born in the USA, rocking in the free world, living on a prayer, um. Pearl Jam, alive. That uh, I, I, I found a list on the net, and I think some of these are from that. Lover, Lover Boy, working for the weekend. I actually thought of that one uh, right away. Europe, the final countdown interesting uh beastie boys fight for your right deaf leopard rock brigade uh, exodus bonded by blood you know so so some of these uh, are are rolling around that theme rock brigade and bonded by blood are the same same kind of lyric right um fight for your right is is a little bit more along the kiss philosophy line of things final countdown is just it's an anthemic keyboard line more than anything right um but uh, there you go. There's a bunch of examples. Um, if you liked this show uh, and want to support future episodes, again, uh, I've got that whole Kofi.com thing with the, I guess, click once and it's three bucks and twice it's six bucks and blah, blah, blah. Um, but a nice easy way to PayPal because I don't do a PayPal thing and I don't have a Patreon thing. But uh, yeah, hit that red support button. Buy me a coffee or a pint this week. I would like to thank on that front Lance Allgood, Patrick Arsenault, Grant Arthur, Blaze. Barshaw, Joe Becht at Bel Air Expediting, Bruce Campbell, Chris Cook Guitar, um, Tim Derling, David Fisher, Jeremy French, and augustin Garcia de Paredes. Uh, so thank you very much for your support of this show. Um, and of course, martinpopoff.com for your book needs. Um, I will have in about two weeks, I should have the Nazareth um, visual biography, uh, the Yes visual biography. I should have. Uh, I've put back in print finally the Van Halen uh, user manual, Unchained, and I put back in print the uh, the Merciful Fate book, um, Black Black Funeral. Is that what I called it? In yeah, Black Funeral into the Coven with Merciful Fate. That thing is done rather well, and uh, it's out in five languages now, which is pretty bizarre. Um, anyways, there you go, MartinPopoff.com for that. Um, go play some anthems